Give us any chance, we'll take it. Read us any rule, we'll break it. We're gonna make our dreams come true. Welcome to the Night a podcast about eight seasons in a row. I'm Lisa Fernandes, and... Hi, I'm Chris Dry Wardner, and I'm outside of a window. Don't jump! We're about to review Love Out the Window. Uh, directed by Linda McMurray and written by Ruth Bennett. I'm sure Chris has facts about them, and we'll get to those later in the episode. Uh, we indeed we do. We do indeed. Here's what this episode's about. Laverne says relationship has grown by leaps and bounds. As a matter of fact, Laverne thinks she's in love. But the realization that she might be falling for Sunny causes Laverne to panic, and old memories of Randy Carpenter to return. Especially when Sunny announces he's going to be doing a dangerous stunt soon. Shirley tells Sunny about Randy, which leads Sunny to quit working stunts to sell insurance with his cousin. Unfortunately, the spark in Laverne and Sunny's relationship goes put, and Sunny has to work long hours and isn't truly happy behind the desk. Can Laverne let go of her fears and realize Sunny's meant to risk his life and limp for the greater good? Elsewhere, Shirley's artistic ambitions interfere with her love life and quite nearly her health, and Lenny and Squiggy try to sue a tree for running into their car. What do you think about this episode? Well, before we get started on anything else, I need to mention that I love that there were cameos from the uh, the parents of the Good Feathers uh, <laughs> from Animaniacs at the uh, third act of this episode. Very, very powerful performances. Incredible stunt work from those pigeons. Um, yes, this was... Avant-garde. <laughs> uh but jokes aside um this was a this was a good episode uh i i enjoyed it i don't it's one of those i didn't love it it was where you know because i know this batch of episodes had another sort of like good but not great sort of vibe for me and uh, uh-huh. in varying degrees and yeah. so this was definitely yeah. one of those um i will say sunny's great yeah. Sonny is great. Ed's performance of him is great. Um yep. I see why a lot of people like Sonny. And yep. I'm bummed this wasn't the start of him remaining on the show. Yeah. You can tell this is what they were setting up. Unfortunately, uh real life is about to interfere. We will get to that uh, in to tell the truth, which is Sonny's final episode on the show. For me, this is a good old-fashioned middle-level episode. There's some great stuff uh, with Laverne and Sunny's relationship, with the callbacks to Randy, which is a really nice use of show history. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Really great that they actually use this and bring it up. And it's part of Laverne's psychological landscape. And the fact that they remember that is aces. Yep. I'm so glad that they used this and used it um, to a uh, very great advantage. This episode, I love Shirley's desperate attempt at trying to be an artist. Uh, that's very her, and it's very <laughs> my mom. It's very much like the, the the perfectionist element, and it's it's her. It's yeah. I keep saying Shirley's like my mom, and yes, my mother is a painter. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. I know your mom's a painter. So then you said that it's going. You kept going. Oh my God, Shirley, why are you my mom? <laughs> Watching this the first time. That was exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh dear, but. It's very, very her, you know, after Beat Nick's show, uh, mm-hmm. her multiple times trying to act. She's going to be a playwright later in the season. Ooh. Uh, it's very surely to appreciate the arts, be into the arts, try to be a part of the arts. So this is a very good plot twist for her, I think. Um, I think so. Yeah, uh, it yeah. was. That's actually one thing to point out about this episode is that even though I think the main the execution of the main plot hook is you know kind of disjointed the development yeah. really of the core three characters in the episode is fantastic you know yeah. Shirley gets yeah. a lot of good material Sunny gets some great material and Laverne gets great material yeah yeah that 
core center of it is really excellent. It's really excellent. Uh, it's one of the first episodes where we get to see Ed Marinara really step out as an actor. And he does a good job. He acquits himself very well. He's definitely going to acquit himself in Hill Street Blues, mm-hmm. uh, where he got critical acclaim. But uh, this is the first real hint that he can do stuff as an actor. Uh, and the show takes full advantage of it. It's really good. I am not super, super, super into the Sonny Laverne pairing, but here they're very good. Here they make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonny's very likable here. And uh, Laverne's attraction to him is very understandable, and they have very matching personalities with their athleticism and their interests. So that works very well. So I really enjoyed that part of it, yeah. Yep. And yeah. we've also talked a lot about how one of the issues with the show sometimes is the... Um... The romanticism of its male characters is not always, you know, really strong. Sonny yeah. is a romantic. He is yep. smooth. Like my yeah, note here yeah. is around the, you know, going to miss posing with you, going to kind of miss those arms around me. He takes that, takes that initiative and he, yeah. and he wraps his arms tighter and goes yep. into the smooch. And my note is, attaboy, Sonny. Attaboy. Yep, yep, yep. And this plans picnics. Mm-hmm. Uh, he cares about her. He cares enough about her to take himself out of arms way, though it makes him miserable. Especially after he learns about what happened with Randy and how that traumatized LeBron. So, you know, he's a good guy, a stand-up guy. He's easy to like. Especially in this particular episode. There's something about the fact that um, Carmine actually hangs upside down to the balcony until Sonny has a phone call. After Sonny has done that for episodes. So, it's catching. It's catching, yeah. And I like the idea that Carmine rooming with Sonny is this kind of cute idea of, like, they teach each other other things. So, like, he's te- he, you know, t- Carmine helps teach Sonny a bit more of how to dance a certain style, and Sonny gives him, yeah. you know, stunt uh, stunt safety lessons. Yeah, you picture that. Although my, my, my humorous note is, fall, fall, damn you! Uh, but... <laughs> Poor Carmine, he doesn't do anything wrong in this episode. I, I jest. I did I did say just kidding in my notes here. But uh, yeah, because yeah. honestly, I'm amazed this entire season, Carmine's maybe upset me once. Yeah. All, all things considered. So, yeah. 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 There's like one episode in the entire season where he's kind of a dick. It's just one single episode. Uh, it's coming up. We haven't seen it yet as of this uh, recording, but... Uh, mm. Yeah, you'll probably be annoyed with him at least. What was the one time you've been annoyed with him uh, so far in the whole season? I'm trying to remember. I know it was at some point in the first five or six episodes. Yeah. I can't remember what. It'll come back to you eventually. (laughs) Uh, I did make note of how sweet the two first two scenes in this uh, episode are. With uh, Shirley explaining everything to Sonny, with uh, the cute little flirtation, and then with... um, Frank trying to comfort Laverne at Tacoma Bills. Both of those are real nice. Very nicely done. Very cute. I yeah, Pop was excellent. I mean, that whole conversation. It's like, what are fathers yeah. for? You know? And <laughs> the, it, he's I mean, he's trying to be helpful. It's not super helpful, but he's he's trying yeah. the whole, yeah, you know. He's trying. Yeah, because it's like he explains the whole like, you remember when we moved to moved to Milwaukee? You remember you were real sad? And then I said, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. See? Oh, so cute. That's a nice flashback to the past, too. Mm-hmm. You can buy me a car? No, you didn't take care of the bicycle. Nope. <laughs> what happened to the girls on the car? We'll never know. Oh, God. Yeah, we figured it probably broke at some point yeah. between uh, season five and six, right? Is kind yeah. of what we figure. Yeah, 
Yeah, somewhere in that big void of time where we time skip uh, into right. the mid sixties. Yeah. So, what do we think about Shirley blurting this out to Sonny? It's incredibly think- Shirley. Um, yeah. especially because when she, cause Shirley is also interesting in that when she gets very focused on certain things, in this case, like her art, she kind yes. of tunnel visions. And so yes. some of her kind of other tact sort of kind of goes the wayside. And so I, I was intrigued by how well that actually comes out. The other thing also is, is, you know, Sunny has integrated into their circle so effectively and so yes. smoothly, like it's almost as if he should know this by now. And yeah. And that's where, like, Shirley's like, oh, yeah, like, he really should know about this. And then she really and, – and I also like that it's it's done in a way that is, like, Laverne should be the one to tell you this, but I'm worried Laverne's not going to. And sort of, like, yeah. you know, there's there's yeah. an element of friendship there that I thought was really effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's quite kind of protecting Sunny from Laverne's inexplicable moods, and she's kind of protecting Laverne from her own worst qualities. So it's a really nice moment. It's, it's really nice in its own way. Uh, of course, Laverne's mad at her, which she finds out later on. Oh, yeah. She'll finally yeah. spill these beans because they're not her beans to spill. Artist model Carmine. This reminds me of Milwaukee-era Carmine. Yes. Where he's um, you know, taking horseback riding lessons to impress Shirley. Mm-hmm. And uh, in spite of himself, he is sitting there in those uh, tights, in a diaper, posing as Cupid just to make her happy. Mm-hmm. That's him as that's him at his best. That's really him at his best, I think. Yeah. Also, uh, before we get too far ahead, Boo Boo Kitty getting their portrait done. Yeah, so cute. Uh, that portrait and that portrait of Laverne will be in the background on the wall of the apartment over the next three seasons. So keep an eye out for it. It moves around, but it's still there. Excellent. Glad to hear. Yeah, I I need a, to clip and 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 gif that moment. Uh, uh, take five, boo boo, with yes. the snap of the fingers. Yeah, yeah. take five. <laughs> She's so good. I love the way she continues to treat Boo Boo Kitty like a real human being, even though she's almost thirty and all of her friends drag her for it mercilessly. This is merciless, absolutely merciless. So uh, at this point, enter the boys. Um. Uh... Well, first we have to see Sonny in a suit, actually. Oh, yeah, Sonny in a suit. Sonny trying to be a professional guy. It's kind of like one of those sacrifices. How much of yourself would you sacrifice for a romantic partner? Is a good question to pose at this point. At this point. I mean, I know in my experience, I've come to a point in my life where... Because there used to be a time when I used to think I would give up filmmaking for the girl that I was in love with. And then I began to realize... Yeah, she wouldn't want me to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I know, like, with, with you, that, like, you and I, yeah. that, like, there is, if if we weren't ourselves, like, there's things that yeah. we hope yeah. change yeah. for yeah. the better, but yeah. we don't want each other to let go of who we are. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I feel like, go ahead, sorry. I was no, just going to say, I, I think the older I've gotten, the less likely I am, the more, yeah. like, confident I am that's, like, if they can't deal with me doing this yeah. or doing that then this unfortunately is just as a relationship isn't going to work. Yeah. 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 For me, it's like, if you asked me to stop writing, uh, you'd be out the door. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like one of those intrinsic parts of who I am. If you would ask me to change it, I would go, ha no. Yeah. And you're, well, the good news is that your writing and your books are excellent. And so you're never going to have me ask you that. There you go. Ding, ding. 
The thing is, like, there are certain parts of a person that should never be muted, should never be, you know, transmogrified just to please another person. Uh, it could be, you know, the way you look. It could be something you really love or something that's really important to you. It could be any of those things. Uh, and an adult relationship is about learning how to uh, talk about those things, work around those things. And part of also growing up is being able to know when it's time to let something go and yeah. not be constantly trying to uh you know make things you know make things revert to, or a convert to the way you wish them to be or how you perceive them yeah. and what's interesting about Sonny's actions is that it's he's doing this preemptively she's yeah. never asked him to he's yeah, doing this because exactly. he's afraid that he's going to lose her if he keeps yeah. taking these risks and exactly. And that's actually what makes, for me, made this this transition work really well. Yeah. It's not like Frank's fling. It's not like one of these other episodes yeah. where we've had um, people change with this. You know, like you used to say, uh, uh, Laverne pretzels herself to pre yeah. impress a guy. This is, interestingly, is Sonny doing the same thing, but he's not yeah. doing it prompted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing it uh, for fear. Just trying to make her happy. Right. Really. It's ultimately to try and make her happy, and because he knows how deep this runs in her. Uh, when you lose somebody who is about to propose to you, then it's, you know, it's a serious matter, and it's a matter that needs to be talked about and considered. And so he's, he's doing that. He's going, I'm not going to put her through that same anxiety that she had, mm -hmm. that she probably still has. So I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice this so she doesn't have to worry about me all the time. It's a very kind gesture, but, you know, as we learn, you cannot stop a fish from swimming. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, exactly. But you can, however, take a take a fish and um, make it look like a Ken doll. <laughs> truly. Truly, though. Honestly, you can. <laughs> it depends on how good your special effects are and how much clay you have <laughs> and how good your CGI is. And how much like Ryan Gosling you look. True. That too. That's good. That this joke will not make sense to people. <laughs> Years from now. Trust me, it makes sense now. Uh, let's, uh, I hope the Barbie movie does well. Maybe it will. Hopefully it will. <laughs> um, it will. I do have to, uh, I do have to mention though, the, uh, the bit of, uh, coming back to Carmine and Shirley and the whole outfits and everything. And, you know, then I love how Sonny, when he gets mad, man, he gets mean. Yeah. He's got a, it's not even necessarily a temper. It's just like, man, when that dude is grumpy, wow. Because I like yeah. how he uh, he throws it right back at Carmine and, and says, you look like a baby pig. And then yeah. uh, Laverne starts laughing and Shirley is, is you know, not laughing because, you know, to her, it's like, yeah. no, it's the look. Right. And and so anyway, um, he is her romantic Cupid. <laughs> and Carmine leaves going, I've been humiliated enough. And um, and Shirley runs after him going, no, you have not. Carmine, come back. <laughs> no. And then she rips his diaper off the process. Try to catch him. Mm hmm. Oh, I got his diaper. <laughs> oh, the poor guy is going to be showing like crazy through those tights. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why she says she's going to go make another uh, diaper for him. He's going to do that for him because he's probably wing-wanging everywhere across the great uh, landscape <laughs> of California. <laughs> you know, as, as as you do in the mid to late 60s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're not quite in the era of streaking yet, but we're getting there. Almost. <laughs> yeah. 
But I mean, you know, you you get out in the sun and, you know, they get out in the sun, you get left out all night by mistake. And you ever see what potato salad looks like when it's sat out all night? Hello. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. This this bit is a pretty clear ripoff of the boy storyline and robot lawsuit. Mm hmm. Uh, it goes nowhere. Uh, it's a clear amyl nitrate twins moment, as Michael would put it. You pop us, and then you leave. <laughs> this is the way you put it. The boys pop in. They're funny. They have memorable lines. They have some great lines. But then, this has no effect on the plot. This is going to go nowhere. We never see them again. Uh, but it's funny. I will say it's funny. It's funny, but but we've seen it. We've seen them do this, right? Exactly, because I mean, Sonny's already losing his temper. Having him yell at the boys doesn't make doesn't add anything. Yeah, yeah it has it, it has a wonderful awesome. hilarity of you know I contracted tree lash. We both did tree lash, tree lash. <laughs> it's doofy. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. What is the biggest pair of doofuses? Doofy. Yeah. I love that they, st- of course, they stole neck braces from the hospital and unconscious yep. patients. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Well, they're not using it out. No. <laughs> to use Lenny's squiggy logic, those people are unconscious, therefore they are not using those neck braces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hold on, my little merchant marine. <laughs> also yep. a great one. The latest in turtleneck sweater- sweatwear. Yep, 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 yep. This is funny. I I can imagine how I would resolve it. I would somehow tie it in uh, to the uh, girls and Sonny and everybody all, all, all out on the ledge. Mm-hmm. So I would say I would go with uh, Laverne. You know, Laverne's standing there encouraging Sonny to jump near the end of this so he can get his uh, step manliness back so he can, you know, jump from the ledge into the net that the cops are holding and. Uh, Realizes he still loves the thrill of uh, doing stunts. I'd have him do that, then have him land on the boys. <laughs> and they all get broken legs anyway. Yep, yep, yep. And they're all oh, they're all actually hurt now. And then they go, well, at least we had insurance policies. The insurance policies pay for them. Then their legs heal and everything's fine. <laughs> That's what I would do. That's how you tie everything together. That'd be fun. Uh, I mean, that works. Because then you could have yeah. the, when you, because then you transition to the, uh, because yeah, we're we're jumping over uh, Shirley and Laverne talking it out and having the story yes, about Michelangelo. Yes. We'll get back to this. We'll we'll get back to that. But yeah. but right when she then goes to Sonny's office, you have the boys leaving the office. Uh, you know, as she's coming in, and yeah. uh, they've yeah. already bought. They basically have already got the coverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But disgust them because they might not have gotten the amount of money they want. We only got enough to to cover a fender uh, bender. They could have <laughs> at least covered us for an earthquake, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's like I thought we I thought you know I, we thought we were gonna get that when we just when we changed our address to California. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's funny. Ah, uh, but it's so easy to you know make this make sense and just tie it all together in the dough. It just happens. It happens and it's cute. Yeah. So you gotta deal with it. Okay. So let's go on. Let's move on now to the touching heart to heart moment, which has the touching heart to heart music we haven't heard in a while. Mm-hmm. Since at least uh, the first episode of the season, and the girls talk this out. This is like really, elo- really eloquent. This is really nicely done, uh, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It is. It's. It's. What I also like is that Shirley tells Laverne the story, and even though it's. It's. You know, and and it's. It's kind of wrong to my understanding of Michelangelo, yeah. but it. But it's a uh, very. Um, 
there's a sincerity yeah. that yeah. feels more honestly because like that's been the interesting thing about season six being where the characters grow up and kind of the show grows up in a bit yeah yeah. I don't feel like it's been the perfect execution of it, but there are yeah. these moments like this where it works, where these yeah. characters are expressing each other themselves to each other in yeah. ways that are yeah. more adult. Yeah. You know, or, and she, you know, what is it? Little Miss, I hate to meddle. You yeah. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little Miss, I hate to meddle, but she meddles anyway. She meddles in everything for every reason. Absolutely. Because, uh, well, I mean, this the, the, this episode is surely at strangely her most surely. And her yeah. most inner Lily Feeney. Yes. Yes, exactly. exactly. I mean, that's that's exactly. actually the the my note at the line. I even like shouted this out was uh, when uh, she's painting Laverne and, and uh, Sonny's on the phone, you know, out in the balcony, uh, you know, making the, you know, Laverne's talking about he's going to do a stunt for the circus movie. And Shirley immediately goes, sounds sounds dangerous. And my note is shut the F up inner Lily Feeney. <laughs> that definitely is her in her lily there uh being mom that's Shirley and mom mode. we get a lot of Shirley and mom mode this season she definitely is momming everybody through this move uh, across the country and that happens a lot in uh to tell the truth uh it's happening in this episode uh she's very much uh yeah, in full mom stripes flying you know, so to speak. She's very much acting like Lily, as you correctly state. But um, and and then yeah. not only that, she also yeah. turns the freezer all the way up, which is another note. That it all in caps on, on, on here. Why are you my mom, Shirley? Because yes, my mom turns the freezer all the way up. <laughs> she's just gonna keep being your mom. That's gonna be the problem. Uh, <laughs> gonna no, I'm gonna problem. I'm gonna I'm gonna meet Cindy someday. I'm going to introduce her to my mom, and it'll be like looking in, in a mirror, but not. Oh, goodness. Oh, jeez. I can imagine this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but in the end, Shirley just wants the best for the two of them. That's, she absolutely yeah. wants the best for Laverne. We know by now that Laverne and Shirley will walk across burning coals for one another. They will, they will literally die for each other if they have to. So something little tiny like this, of course, Shirley's going to uh, try to help. So, for better or for worse. In this case, worse that gets better. So, it's very her. The whole thing is very, very her. Mm -hmm. But they love each other. All of them love each other, and that's what matters. Mm -hmm. Which is one of the uh, things I really like about this episode is as mad as Laverne gets at Shirley, and as heartbroken as she is about that kind of breach in yeah. trust, she knows that Shirley did it for well-intentioned reasons and did it because, yeah. you know, because I love you and I want things to work out and I need, you know... Yeah, you, know, you. She is not as angry at her for meddling because she understands you do this because you care, and that that you know again yeah. that's a sign of maturity to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in a way, uh, Shirley's always been the grown up one. Uh, Laverne gets to display more and more maturity as the scene goes on, and then we take a left uh, turn into her, uh, you know, sleeping with married men because she doesn't check what for wedding rings, which becomes a pattern. Oh God. I didn't know it got that bad. Jesus Christ. Oh, it happens. That's a plot multiple times in season seven. Oh. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, worse things than that happen. We'll also get there. But Laverne's growing up too. But here Shirley is like, you know, trying to do this in the most adult way possible. Our little babies are growing. They're flying mm -hmm. from the nest, as Squiggy might say. Mm-hmm. 
And and they're going to fly from the nest right onto a ledge. Yes, right onto a ledge. Now, does this feel um too much like uh, Lauren Shirley meet Fabian to you? It does. This idea? Yes. Yeah, I was wondering. Um, yeah. The fact that Laverne's even so nervous about it bothered me yeah. because it's like, you've done this before, hun. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah. At this point, also, uh, she's been uh, been exposed to a lot of high heights. Mm-hmm. Uh, between flying around on those wires in uh, Studio City, flying around on wires on uh, Third Angle Shots talent show, she's exposed to a lot of heights at this point. So, yeah, at this point, I don't know if she'd find the ledge that scary. It, they don't. Did they specify how many flights up Sunny's offices? I I did not take a note of it, but they did. Uh, I do believe they mentioned it to some extent. Yeah. Crap! I can't. I did not take. That's the only thing I didn't take down. Well, I, I just we didn't take any notes. Out, <laughs> no, it's it's fine. I mean, we you know I didn't take a bunch of notes because this is the thing. This was an episode that I reached a point I checked out, and that's when I began to realize, like, man, I don't know what it is about this season, and this episode is an interesting example of it. It's undercut, and I can't pinpoint how, but it's yeah. like there's a point of like I just sort of stopped taking notes in many episodes because it's like they either it feels like I've seen this before, or I just don't care enough about the material to really invest the way I did in the first five seasons. And this, even though as good as this episode is, because it feels like it sort of it runs up against either it hits a wall or it doesn't go quite far enough. It just kind of loses me. We're going to see how that's going to change. Because I know we've had at least three episodes that you were really invested. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some that you were wow. You were really impressed with them. Born too late and dating game. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. It's like They they still have the uh, ability to impress you. It just like depends. Like This is this is a very much, like I said, a mid-level look. There's good points to it. We are not in a dire place yet at all. But we're starting to get uh, recycled plot points. Mm-hmm. And uh, the show has not quite recycled itself. Though some may argue that they um, recycle themselves frequently. You know, but I don't... N- no, not not like until around here at this point in canon. Though they do get extremely unique in future episodes. And uh, so that's the show's detriment. I will not say how, but uh, we have some stuff coming up that nobody's seen yet and nobody should see. <laughs> so, uh, oh, God, I'm scared. Uh, anyway, but uh, but yeah, I mean, because as much as I would like to talk about the conclusion, because, you know, it's a good, nice, well uh, fleshed yeah. out finale. Yeah. I don't know if I have much to say. It takes the exact predicted path to... The conclusion, it's cute. The performances are all functional. We have a returning guest spot uh, as the the uh, police officer. That was Milo, yes. by the way, from yes, Fourth Annual. Yes, was. Yeah, Milo the P- yes. Pilgrim Bear. And also Lou in Not Quite South of the Border. Yes. And he'll actually show up once more in Season 8, no less. Yeah. And what he's, you know, he's like? fun. Like, and, like, I liked him. I, I thought it was like, oh, hey, yeah. that's that's a fun little character bit. You know, yeah. good for a little performance. Yeah. But... I don't know. It just doesn't. It's, it's not grabbing you. Yeah, it's not grabbing me, which is which is kind of unfortunate because you know it's a you know this being a a Ruth Bennett episode. This was her second and final episode credited as yeah. a writer, but she you know went off had this really prolific career. She worked on like Family Ties, Home Improvement. Yeah. Uh, she was the one I mentioned with uh, Susan Seeger. Yeah. Uh, created two shows together. Those two. Yes. 
uh, duet and open house. And so it's like, yeah. it just feels, I don't know, just like there's, there's something off, off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's a bummer. Also the, uh, even the director, uh, Linda McMurray, um, they did, uh, the, she also directed the diner. Yes. And was also the, uh, first ad on the second season of laverne and shirley actually had been serving as first assistant director since season two and actually continue in that position all the way up until uh, that's entertainment and uh you know so long time you know so i guess what i mean is these are talented people that have given us good stuff before and i'm just kind of curious as to what what either reeled this in or what ball was dropped that or was it even just a case of we don't want to come up with something really overtly complicated? We just want to actually create something that's cozy, because that is the thing that's because that's the thing that's interesting about the episode. And I also wonder about my apathy towards it or my ambivalence towards it is that it's a cozy episode, but my brain is telling me because of what the plot is about, it needs to be bigger, yeah. and that just might be a case of just taste and current interest. So I may come back to this and like six months on one of our watch-alongs or something and love it. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it might be your director brain happening. It could be. I mean, at least the pigeons were cute. Yeah, man, the pigeons are cute. We, there are some positive points um, uh, in spite of the rehashed feeling going on here. I did love, though, uh, when Laverne and Sonny are out on the ledge and Shirley comes in and she goes, Laverne, I said be subtle. <laughs> That's funny. That is cute. Uh, I couldn't believe, though, that they had Shirley in the tag scene. She's on the ledge. She's stuck out on the ledge because uh, Sonny and Laverne have reconciled and accidentally shut the window on her. And you hear people chanting jump at her. That's harsh. Yeah, that was that was a bit rough. That was a bit rough. That's, that's harsh for, the, for this show. Extremely harsh. You can tell we're not in Milwaukee anymore because this becomes a uh, this is like this is we are in California. My note, it was, and then they did it in his office. Yeah. <laughs> My last note on this episode. That would be, uh, that would definitely be a situation for Shirley to be in, is that she has to, her roommate, best friend, soul sister, is getting boinked in the office while she's <laughs> stuck on a ledge outside the window, having to listen to it while onlookers scream at her to jump off a building. And she I probably, know. about the time Laver- Laverne orgasms, she's really considering it. Uh, to be real, who wouldn't want to if that's what you have to get stuck uh, listening to? <laughs> well, if, you, if you're Shirley. If you're Shirley. If you're Shirley. In this situation. Yeah. In this situation. Uh, though she has played Boyer canonically before. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. We always keep saying that Laverne is the exhibitionist and Shirley is the Voyeur. So yeah. I still yeah. stand by yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you can absolutely see that happening. Jeez. But that is like an amazingly harsh moment. It is. Uh, yeah. And we kind of leave her there on that ledge, don't we? We oh, yeah, just no, leave Shirley out there. That's the tag. She's left out that's there the and say, da da But she, she's magically fine in the next episode, so we know she didn't jump, so something must have come for her. That's TV. Yeah, that's TV, baby. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of it for my notes. I mean, well, yes, the I only do. other thing I want to make sure I I mentioned was um Penny was also really cute on the ledge. Her her and Sunny's performance on the ledge is very adorable. Yes. And 
the uh the line from the talk about Michelangelo. Michelangelo's first brick wall bore a striking resemblance to the Virgin Mary and the sweet baby Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Oh my lord. Oh goodness. And that's how you get to uh, get to uh come the uh god a good a good feather. I think yes. it's become a good feather. <laughs> So oh, what are you, God. yeah, so yeah, like, is there any other notes you have? Any other thoughts? No, I don't have any other notes. I don't have any other notes for this one. Um, it's a very smooth mover, and there's not a lot of other, like, little background details. Uh, but like I said, this is like a mid-leveler to me. Yeah. So what what are you ranking it then? Ah, oh, ooh, um, six-ish. No, five points. Six. This is right in the middle of the pack. Uh, it's got some good stuff in it. The stuff of the boys is very funny, even if it's a retread. The Sunny and Laverne stuff is very nice. Shirley is very funny in her artiste mode. But I'll be darned if this isn't... This episode is completely unnecessary in a lot of ways. <laughs> we don't... When they wrote it and they produced it, they didn't know it was going to be unnecessary because they did not know Ed Marinaro was going to be out the door. Uh, but in hindsight, in... Within the package of reruns, uh, within the show's continuity, it's not uh, very, a very necessary episode. Though it is great to watch them revisit uh, everything that happened with Randy in a significant way. Uh, if it had been addressed in another way, with another boyfriend even, in a way, you know, maybe I'd rank this a little higher. Uh, it's not a bad episode. It's just kind of a little bit of a repetitive one. Uh, like yeah, six point two, I think. Yeah, it's good. It's okay. It's okay. It's not bad. Where are you going? I'm going for just a flat uh six. I would say. Um, I part of it is hey, listen, I hated decimals in school, so I I ain't go <laughs> I ain't doing that decimal stuff. Decimals are for ver versions of programs, and not for for rank. And I, I, I jest, but anyway, um. <laughs> But the thing about the episode I guess I did enjoy is I loved all of the characters in it. I enjoyed everybody. Even the boys being annoying and doing their bit is made better by the fact, as you pointed out, the bits, the, the lines they say are hilarious. I One note I have here, actually, about Carmine. He's become, like, relatable and lovable in a way. Like, I don't want him yeah. to suffer anymore. Good. I I think it's because of the fact that, like, like the girls, Carmine has had this point where his luck has run out. And so yeah. he's no longer the handsome, pretty boxer boy. He is now somebody who is like, he's struggling the same as everybody. Yeah. 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 This gets addressed in some episodes. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be addressed soon. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it sort of hits a certain note, I think, really well in that regard. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Sonny is... Fantastic, as you're saying, you know, Ed's not going to be around for much longer, so that yeah. makes this kind of undercuts it. I mean, my my thought is like, okay, his his move is going to be Robert Duvall uh, kneecapping uh, James Caan and the Killer Elite, you know? <laughs> yeah, you can actually picture Sonny getting like good work on a Hawaii Five O kind of um, mm -hmm. series, so he has to be in Hawaii, and absence doesn't make the heart grow fonder, and Laverne kind of spins out that late 60s uh, way mm -hmm. where she's just like trying everything that California has to offer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, Which, it's, uh, a, it's a style at the time. It was a style at the time to boink around. Yeah. 
destroyed. Boink, 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 boink. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So yeah, six point. Would you say six point two on your side? Yeah, yeah. Six point two, okay. and you went for six point zero. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. We're calling it a good one, but not a necessary one. Basically. Yeah, like uh, I, you know, I'm not gonna say no to putting it on a watch along or anything, you know. But yeah. it's, but it's like I, yeah, I don't know. It's very, it's yeah, it's perfectly know. okay. It's perfectly okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to resist getting into my thoughts on season six when we're really, we're barely even halfway through. So yeah, 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 yeah. And we have more episodes to go. You haven't even seen. Uh, we haven't even gotten the halfway point. I think we're watching. I think. Uh, in watching, we have in watching, we have gone to the halfway point. We haven't gotten there in reviews, and I think uh, we have one more disc of the DVD to go. Right? Yes, indeed, that's correct. Yeah, cool. All right, but does that uh, does that wrap us up for today, my lady love? Yes, indeed, it do. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for joining us once more for Night After Night. And if you'd like to know more, you can find us at Night After Night Pod on many different services, including WordPress, Tumblr, Facebook, Patreon, YouTube. And if you uh, want to get in touch with us, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Night After Night PC. Uh, Night After Night Podcast should also probably get you a uh, get you into our uh, proximity as well if you do a search on the in the application. In any yes. case, uh, that would be great to hear from you guys and what you think of this episode and all that sort of stuff. And uh, so, we, you know, I'd, we've been working so hard, Lisa. I think I think we need to get a vacation. You want to go to the beach? Yes. <laughs> Seriously. Um, in the next episode, the girls are confronted by sun, surf, sand, and a bunch of bikers who get completely edited out of the DVD version of this episode. This is Malibu Mansion. All right. Well, we will uh, just have to uh, pick uh, Ross Hagen up off the cutting room floor and see what we can do about that. Chili peppers won't burn our guts. Mm-hmm.